This is Dumb Line, the podcast of dumb crimes and even dumber criminals. Howdy doody dummies! Welcome to Dumb Line, the podcast of dumb crimes and dumb criminals. My name is Greg, and I'm joined by my golfing buddy Jason. Hello, everybody. And our resident true crime savant, Maria. Hey, dummies. Today, I spent $200 on vet dog vaccinations. Oh. Wow, 100 a piece? No, that's one dog. Just so one. I oh. get, like, I love vets. They do a tremendous service and job, but I feel that's a bit exorbitant. Yeah. They're just shooting in there. How long are we in there for? Yeah, 15 minutes. Yeah. They charge you $67 to walk in the door and just talk to the vet and tell them your dog or cat's shitting okay, eating okay. That's $67. I get it. They got to pay rent. But then it was yeah. like rabies was $50. Uh, Bordetella was 49 I don't know. All total was $194. For just for one. Wow. For one dog. Wow. Crazy. I thought that was both. But yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you guys have dogs and cats. Do you think? Vet costs are bonkers. oh yeah insane yeah it's a lot like we, we we try to take ours to pause they do have like the free vaccinations there um but we don't do that all the time and it it is expensive I mean it's crazy you have to have pet, pet we have pet insurance I do too but that doesn't yeah. even I don't use that doesn't for, yeah it doesn't well. doesn't do anything for that but just mm. it speaks to the cost of vets that you have to pharmaceuticals insurance. are out of control even in the vet world animal <laughs> yeah. kingdom. Marie, you got a little headline for us? Yes, I do. Extra, extra, read all about it. Extra, extra, read all about it. This week's headline is from the Courier of Montgomery County, May 23rd, 2023 in Conroe, Texas. Two Caney Creek High School students charged with felonies in fart spray prank. Oh, that's a felony? <laughs> well, they sprayed in their eyes or something? Yeah, that wow. Uh, David Navarrete Arce, 17, and Diego Flores, 18, have been charged with felony possession of a prohibited weapon. The spray sent seven people to the hospital. What? <laughs> they spr- were they, were they spraying that right in people's eyes? Yeah, like I, a, I think they just sprayed way too much of it. They had reactions? to evacuate the building. Yeah. What? Yeah. What do, they, they usually come in little cans. What's he got, like an Aquanet <laughs> size? I have like, no idea. <laughs> like, I'm usually, not first in fart spraying, but... They, I don't, they don't come in giant cans where you can clear right, a right. building out. They're usually in very small little canisters. Yeah, highly <laughs> concentrated, but I don't know if you could do a whole building. Send how many people to the hospital? Seven. Wow. <laughs> Cleared a building out. Fart spray. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Those kids, I mean, that sucks. They're... Felonies, that's... Uh, yeah. I tell you, yeah, yeah. yeah. You think it's a harmless little joke, fart spray. And one of them's 18, so uh, it's not roller. even... Yeah. All right, give us a, uh, a true crime tale, Maria. Okay. Yeah, let's have it. This episode is what happens when a couple of money grabbers don't think long enough about their crime to do research. Sources include Vanity Fair, The New York Times, Art News, The Art Newspaper, The Smithsonian, and other sources. Some legit sources. Yeah. This, uh, big case. So big, big, case. Big, big case. Big case. In April 2012, a Los Angeles auctioneer named Michael Barsman, who often bids on and resells the contents of storage units, buys the contents of a unit owned by Thad Mumford. Is he a Storage Wars guy or he's not on this show, right? He's not on the show. Okay. <laughs> 
Thad is a TV writer who'd worked on MASH, A Different World, Maud, and many other shows. Great shows. And he was also the Yankees' first black bat boy in the late 60s. Mm. But by 2012, Thad is in dire financial straits and owes more than $7,000 to the company that owns the unit. It's seized and its contents are auctioned off. And among the contents, Michael discovers 25 previously unknown artworks by Jean-Michel Basquiat among Thad's belongings. Wow. 7,000 7, in back due storage yeah. unit. Like, where how, is this storage unit? How, how big, big is, is it? it? Yeah, how big is it? I've has, had one. It was had, like $80 yeah. a month. I was going to say, has he not paid for a decade? <laughs> right. I, it's possible. It's wow. in LA. $7,000. I mean, yeah. yeah, it has to be. It has to be huge and... Yeah, there's like, like, like first month free, thirty nine ninety five. So the paintings by Jean-Michel Basquiat are painted on cardboard and range in size from 10 inches to 5 feet. I have a quick primer on Basquiat for anyone who isn't familiar yeah, with I'm, him. I'm not familiar. I was just going to ask. He's one of the most acclaimed artists of the late 20th century who was emblematic of downtown New York in the early 1980s. His work was rooted in graffiti and reimagined masterworks, and he gave voice to his generation's black experience. Basquiat was incredibly prolific. He produced approximately 600 paintings and 1,500 drawings before his death at 27. Wow. Yeah. That's uh, died young, too. Yeah. His singular perspective and hyper-talent, along with the reputation of the downtown New York art scene, contributed to his superstardom, which was cemented when Andy Warhol took him under his wing. In the 21st century, he's become one of the most sought-after artists of his generation for collectors. One of his paintings sold for $110.5 million in 2017. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So and if you want. Guy, and this guy's got how many? How many did he find? 25. Wow. Cutching. Yeah. So there's a superb documentary on Basquiat if you want to watch it. It's called Jean Michel Basquiat, The Radiant Child, and it came out in 2010. What's that? Do you know what it's on? Hold Netflix. On. Okay. Great. So Basquiat was staying in L.A. in 1983, and it's not totally out of the realm of possibility that the works are his, but there are no known connections between him and Thad. Once Michael discovers the paintings, numerous experts review them for the style of Basquiat's signature, and a few state that the works could be attributed to him. So Michael signs a sworn statement in early 2013 that the items in the storage unit were owned by Thad. He begins trying to sell the paintings on eBay. What? Yeah, you're an auctioneer. But you're selling 25 Jean-Michel Basquiat's on eBay. It well, is just, the ultimate auction site, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it, it it's, I might want to look up a, Sotheby's. Uh, I, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you can auction anything off for $110 million on eBay. You just Buy pay, it now. Yeah, he's 9.3 mil. <laughs> The reserve is $9 million. You can buy it now for 9.5. So Michael eventually sells... 13 of them for $10,000. Oh, wow. <laughs> on eBay? <laughs> 10000 a piece or a grand total? No, total of $10,000. Oh, oh, no. I was going to say 10000 a piece. He did all right. Mm-mm. So if they are authentic, they would be worth a total of $100 million. Yeah, why is he just unlo- unloading these things as fast as he can? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> In 2022, the Orlando Museum of Art in Florida debuts an exhibit called Heroes and Monsters, Jean-Michel Basquiat, which includes the recently discovered paintings. But Larry Gagosian, a major art dealer... They they included them? Yeah. Oh, they must have thought they were good. So this gallery's like giving credence to them. 
Oh, it's not a gallery. It's the Museum of Art in Orlando. Well, it is Orlando. I mean, I, mean, I haven't been to the Orlando <laughs> Museum of Art, but I mean, I've been to Orlando. <laughs> I don't have high expectations for this collection. <laughs> Sorry to throw shade. It could be wonderful. No. But, I'm sure. I'm sure it's not. I mean, instead of Florida Man, yeah. Florida Museum, yeah. Yeah. Florida Museum yeah. displays yeah. these quote yeah. Basquiat's in the same in the same city of Disney World. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Larry Kagosian, who's a major art dealer with whom Basquiat stayed in L.A. in the '80s, is skeptical of Michael's story, and a dealer who works with Basquiat politely tells the New York Times, "Quote: The way Basquiat places elements in the composition." has an interior logic which is missing in these images. But perhaps Al Diaz, Basquiat's collaborator on his early graffiti, states it best when he tells Vanity Fair, quote, I've never seen Basquiat doing stuff on shitty cardboard. (laughs) 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 Further, the new owners of the paintings claim that Basquiat sold the paintings to Thad directly for $5,000 without going through his dealer, Larry. Though some experts affirm they are originals, Sotheby's, arguably one of the most yeah, esteemed. Sotheby's is, yeah. the, is the place. Yeah, it's one of the most esteemed auction houses in the world, and it refuses to comment on the paintings altogether. There's no way. What does Thad say? Does Thad say that? It's coming. Oh, okay. Since Michael's discovery in 2012, FBI's art crime team, I didn't know they had one, but they have an art crime that's team. That's got to be a cake. Cake division of the got, FBI, yeah, low you pressure. To, you get to You're trying point. to find some art paintings. It's mostly rich people probably are, have lost yeah, you things. Got, yeah, you got, you no, got no, no chance of getting shot or anything. You're yeah, probably maybe, in, maybe. in Europe well, trying to yeah. recover. Stolen stuff. I don't, that's major stolen property. Yeah, I'm just saying you're not, know. for the most part, it's you're not, not like silence finding, of the lambs finding yeah. an eight-year-old who's been abducted. Or you're not busting a heroin syndicate in South yes. America. Yeah, absolutely. You are sleeping absolutely Sleeping really right. soundly if I'm yeah. not finding a Picasso that's been stolen. Yeah. You're going to Luxembourg to, yeah. to find a World War II, yeah, like Picasso, or a World War II painting that was, that was stolen and hidden in a cave somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> So the art crime team has been quietly investigating the paintings and whether they're forgeries. During the investigation, Thad tells the FBI in 2014 that he had never met Basquiat and knows nothing about the paintings discovered in his storage locker. Mm. In 2017, he signs an affidavit stating that and then dies in 2018. The exhibit opens in February 2022 and the FBI raids the Orlando Museum (laughs) of Art on June 24th, seizing the paintings. So the reason they waited so long was because they were conducting this investigation and the paintings were about to travel to Italy for another exhibit. So they had to yeah, they, didn't they had to move before they started. And how yeah, these pieces exhibit. leave the country? Yeah. yeah, they're never coming back. Right. So the director of the museum, Aaron DeGroft, continues to insist that the paintings are legitimate. How, what did, what basis does he have this legitimacy on? He, he just I says paid it? a ton of money to bring yeah. this oh, exhibit here. Ton. Yeah, this and is like, like yeah. a fool. Yeah. Yeah. The museum from appears, the from okay. the guys. Sorry, Maria. From okay. the guy that these pieces that were bought on eBay <laughs> for a yeah. total of ten thousand. Yep, they're legitimate. <laughs> the museum appears to be operating as if it's business as usual, even though the FBI has seized computers from the museum days before the raid. <laughs> they just keep going. They're on there, it's living not, their life. That is not shocking. Yeah, it's pretty on brand for <laughs> yeah. Florida Museum. Yeah. <laughs> They're also served a subpoena in 2021, and museum employees raised concerns to Aaron about the painting's authenticity. 
but he presses on with the exhibit. In addition to Aaron, others interested in buying and selling the works clearly want them to be authentic. A lawyer who helps facilitate sales of the paintings tells the New York Times in 2022, quote, a forger who'd wanted to make big hay over Basquiat would paint one extraordinary Basquiat, or maybe two or three, all large on campus. He wouldn't just go out and get cardboard from a supermarket or a liquor store and create 25 paintings. Or would he? Yeah, I would disagree yeah. because it's almost like the office space theory. We'll just steal pennies at a time yeah. instead of large sums. Yeah, I would well, think it's way more under under the radar if you have these little cardboard things. Yeah, because you can get rid of them a little bit easier. Yeah, than like yeah, than like one. Where, or two where's giant this auctioneer words. at? What's he been up to while all this is going on? He took his ten G's and bailed he's left been the investigated. <laughs> he's he's been questioned. We're about to talk about his interrogation. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> In August 2022. Be great if they interrogate him. He just talks like an auctioneer. I wasn't here. Was I here? 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 Was I here? Was I there? Was I here? Here? I can't get the guy to talk normal. So in August 2022, Michael Barsman is interrogated by the FBI. He denies forging the painting, saying, I don't know, they could have come from a storage locker. I think that at the time I was like almost 90% sure they did. I had a lot of stuff coming in, so I don't know. End quote. How would you not recall discovering $100 million worth of Basquiat's? They're 10 Gs. He does, this I guy mean, obviously doesn't know. No, he, he, has, no he idea. doesn't know what he th- okay. might he have. Yeah, he doesn't right? know. All right. No, do you think he does? I'm not going to say. Oh, you know. Oh, I know. Right. I don't know. Michael is interviewed by the FBI again in October when he admits that the paintings were not found in the storage unit, but he Andy continues. He continues to deny forging them, and here comes dumb on top of more dumb. Let's have it. During the interview, the FBI points out that one of the canvases for the painting, again on cardboard, includes a shipping label with Michael's name and address on it. <laughs> That's why these FBI guys, these are astute individuals these are, here. These guys are smart. Yeah, they, this they, crime division, they, they our look, division. They look on the back of the painting. <laughs> yes. They look on the back. <laughs> Did you... Did you guys flip these over and look on the back? Right. Yeah. Oh, shit. No. Oh, look at that. It's Amazon shipping label. It's <laughs> like on Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> he insists that he has no idea why his name would be on the label. It's just a coincidence. <laughs> and there's another problem with the cardboard. An expert who is attempting to authenticate the paintings notes that a font used by, F- by FedEx on one of the boxes was not used until 1994. 12 years Man, after Basquiat. I love a font expert so like this. That, that is great font that, knowledge. And yeah, it, yeah, it was uh, a, that is a great piece of it, evidence. It really so that's is. That's really good. Um, and it was Universe 67 Bold Condensed for anybody who's interested. What? <laughs> Universal 67 Bold, bold condensed. condensed. So eight days later, eight days later, Michael finally decides he's going to confess. <laughs> I guess came around to it. <laughs> yeah. Michael and a friend referred to by the FBI as JF created the paintings themselves. Huh. According to a plea deal struck in April 2023, JF spent a maximum of 30 minutes on each image 
and as little as five minutes on others. It's amazing, though, that he could create something that, that people would be in dispute, whether it's 30, 30 minutes official or not. And, or and there were a bunch of people that the Orlando oh, Art Museum. I'm about to start print, painting some stuff off. Oh, man. I can reaching probably, out to the yeah, Orlando Art Museum. We can probably, yeah. probably easily get a get a uh, display like some stick figure these yeah. are the original hangman game uh <laughs> drawings do like little stick figures you know what you throw a serial this killer was, in there you can they john yeah. wayne gacy played this hangman yeah. in prison this was john millions yeah. <laughs> so after he painted them for like five minutes or 30 minutes or whatever he gave them to barsman to sell on ebay barsman he's, just, he's banging them out like they're it's like a, it's like a, con, like a conveyor a, belt. A, yeah, yeah, like a line, like that's coming along. He's finishing them. Yeah, he's taking a picture, putting them right on eBay. They're shipping them out. Like it's yeah. this whole thing. Um. So they agreed to split the money they made from selling the fraudulent paintings. JF and Barsman created approximately twenty to thirty artworks by using various art materials. This is from the affidavit. It's so ballsy to like that's your that's your thing. We're going to create these works of art. Under the and we're going to sell them on eBay under the radar. They're worth like the, his yeah, pieces are would, worth, and they think that would be like they selling, think nobody's going to. They'll be like selling a Picasso, yeah, or selling like a Van Gogh on eBay for like five hundred bucks and be like, well, I just found it. and I just kind of wanted to get rid of it. Yeah, and well, and then you have the buyer who's going to be like, yeah. oh my god, I just bought a Basquiat yeah. for twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah, I bought it. Sure, you did. I bought yeah. an original Van Gogh twelve bucks. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> eBay is amazing. eBay is crazy for art deals. So in order to make the works look older, they would leave the paintings outside like overnight and just let them wear and tear in the weather. In LA, which I'm kind of like, what's the weather in LA that's going to make this look any? I mean, it's perfect weather all the time. They were in in perfect 85 degree temperatures 24 hours a day. So an important part of authenticating historical works is the provenance which is kind of like the chain of custody for evidence in the justice system. The passage of the work from the artist to all its previous owners is documented. So Michael tried to use the receipt for Tad, for Thad's storage locker as the work's provenance documentation. That's, what's your, what's your, how do you prove ownership? Here's my, here's my receipt that I bought the storage locker. My, my you store it receipt. Yeah. So here comes more Dom. Dom, 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 Dom. In his initial interview in June 2022, after the raid, he tells the FBI he sold the paintings in the manner of Basquiat, but doubted whether the works were real. So the FBI confronts him with the notarized document that affirms who he got the works from, and he says he doesn't remember signing it. Now, I've gotten things notarized. Do you? I've been to a notary. Uh, It is such a pain in the ass. How do you forget? Two, three times in my life. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah, you can't just... You still forget about going to the notary. What, what was he? What got notarized? The document that he signed that affirmed that the works came from Thad's storage locker. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, it doesn't even matter in the whole case, does it? Where well, he got them from? Well, he he's saying that he got them from the storage locker when he in fact created them himself. Right. Yeah. 
So the provenance for this, he's like, oh, well, I found him in his store. He's like, what the fuck? Like, so poor, poor that. All he was was a deadbeat on his bills. Yeah. yeah. And not only does he lose yeah. his store slugger, he sucked into this whole yes. yeah. art swindle yeah, this, yeah. thing. It's, it is a so cool. now everybody knows he's behind on his payments. Yeah. It's in the, the news. World. Yeah, the whole world yeah. knows. Oh, this thing, the writer across from you at the writer's table doesn't pay his fucking bills. And that, I mean, and that sucks too. That's like, it's not like you're behind on like your car yeah. or whatever. It's like, your storage, your storage locker, locker. like yeah. that that's tough i know <laughs> so michael is sentenced to 500 hours of community service and a 500 fine in august 2023 hmm. aaron Degroff, the director of the orlando museum of to, art does he have to give all that money back or oh i'm sure he had to give the money back not all of it all five thousand dollars <laughs> ten thousand but yes yeah well yeah he had to split it with with uh, um, JF. J- oh, right. JF got five. Right, 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 right. Does JF get away with nothing here? Is he? I think he might have sort of turned on Michael and probably uh, got immunity. So yeah. he keeps that, he's just he not keeps mentioned. five G's and he's got JF. So um, Aaron DeGroft, the director of the Orlando Museum of Art. Sucks. Loses his job just days after the <laughs> FBI raid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise, surprise. Yeah, well deserved. The museum is placed on probation by the American Alliance of Museums. That's cr- The museum's on probation? That yeah. is crazy. Of wow. course the Orlando yeah. Museum of Art on is probation. on probation. Why wouldn't it yeah. be? Uh, the probation officer for the Florida, the state of Florida for this museum is probably they, swamped. Every other state, they have nothing going on. The so guy in Florida the, is overwhelmed. like the art... Just like the art director of the museum had to visit like the probation guy every month. Take a piss talk, test. Yeah, take a piss test, talk about what works they're bringing in. They do it. They, they do um they show them fake Picassos and real Picassos. Identify the real ones. Or they have to report which like galleries they were in. Like I was yeah, in yes. the prehistoric wing yeah, today. Yeah. What did you do this month? <laughs> I'm a probation officer. Oh yeah, for who? Uh, the art museum association. <laughs> We're in Florida. I'm swamped. <laughs> so in August 2023, the museum also files a lawsuit against Aaron, the director, and the oh. five lenders who contributed their works to the exhibit. Wow. They, they're just trying to save face yeah. at this point. Like, yeah. I feel like 500 hours of community service and a $500 fine is kind of a small... It's kind of weak. ...sentence for fraud. I mean, it's a non-violent $10,000. It is a non-violent Maybe first-time offender. Yeah. It's true. 10000 is like the threshold for grand think, larceny, right? I would right? think at least like a at least like 1000 bucks. I know. At least 1000 500 bucks. That was his fine, right? Yeah. 500 bucks it and 500 hours. Me. 500 hours and 500 bucks. Yeah. It feels like. Maybe and restitution, bucks. maybe? Yeah. Maybe. So that's it. Well, I mean, he's a. I mean, he's he's an idiot. Like, regardless of what he did, I mean, he's still doing this. He didn't make any money, and he still. Has I mean, but he's a hustler. The biggest idiot is this, <laughs> this museum guy <laughs> no, or woman. That's. Like. I mean, that's the thing. I, 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 yeah, I mean, he's trying to go out here like he. Those people allowed themselves to be defrauded, which is terrible. These are supposed to be experts, and these guys did this in twenty minutes. And yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I go good. back to his graffiti partner, which was like, "This did not happen." <laughs> Shitty cardboard, not his. <laughs> The, the shitty cardboard guy's great, but I think you're right. I think the idiot here is the Orlando <laughs> Art Museum. Yeah, I mean, for he's of the dumb rankings here. He's definitely the, at the top. I think 
And the people who hung the paintings and, didn't and whoever notice the didn't shipping didn't label. Flip over the <laughs> shipping label. Yes. Yeah. Who, yeah. Whoever didn't look on the back of the paintings. Right. Those guys are all idiots yeah. too. But I love that his name was on there, and it took him months to find that out. <laughs> the FBI had to, to get that. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> it's like all these people just staring and sweating, and dude in a nice suit, dark suit with sunglasses from the FBI comes in and just flips it over. Yeah, I could see boom. It like it's like it's been on like an easel. Yeah, and, and they've just, just been staring at yeah, it for like magnifying for like glasses. And then, yeah, he just comes in and turns it around. He's like, "All right, we got him." Doesn't even take his sunglasses off. No. Nothing, nothing. Flips it over. Yeah, and rolls. They're, they're all like, "Ah." <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this one was this yeah, one that was, was good, Marie. This, this was good. Good. All right, Jason, tell people where to find us, and then stay tuned for everyone's favorite segment. Get to know Maria. Oh, it's the best. All right, so um, you guys know where to find us. Uh, Dumb Lane Podcast on all the socials, uh, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff. And please, as always, um, rate, review, share. Um, ratings help us out a ton and reviews help us out a ton. So if you are a frequent listener, um, why don't you uh, tell the podcast world how much you like us? All right, here we go. The segment everyone's waiting for. Get to know Maria. Get to know her. Maria, the world wants to know, who is your favorite serial killer? Um, I don't really, honestly, I don't have a like quote unquote favorite serial killer because I, it's the stories and the psychology that interests me. There's not one that you yeah, can't one, play along. I mean, one that uh, no, intrigues I'm, you more than others. Um, I'll tell you the one who scares me the most, which is, uh, John Wayne Gacy scares me the most. Why is that? Probably because I've seen so much footage of them digging out his house and the amount of people that were under like... <laughs> If you see the footage of them digging out the basement, there are like, this is going to be gross, but there are like bugs that the people who are digging the bodies out have never seen before because there's been, there was so much decay down there and he ran out of room. It was like 30 people. I mean, it, it's scary to me. And the clown stuff. I mean, the clown stuff is sort of like, I mean, it's, it. you know, it's also creepy that Ted Bundy was like a, a charming lawyer like that's part of the story but um his like unending need to kill scares me thanks for joining us for another amazing episode of dumb line i am greg i'm jason i'm maria take it easy (laughs) see you dummies bye